I do love Mavs. They make me laugh out loud. I mean, they are funny. Really? Yes. Buckle up, baby. The kings of controversy are on the microphone. It is time for another episode of Matt and Andrew versus Society. What's up, you guys? What's 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 up, you guys? In D. Indeed, duh. Indeed, duh. Welcome to the spiritual retreat. I right f- from your own home. I feel, I feel more relaxed It's like already. a spiritual retreat you can take anywhere. Yeah. You can take it with you. Yeah. What's better than that? Take it to go like uh, Carson's ribs. Uh, I don't Carson's know. Carson's ribs. <laughs> Dude, Carson's ribs was like my favorite food as a kid. <laughs> There what? was like a solid three-year stretch where every year on my birthday I wanted Carson's ribs. What's your favorite food? Carson's. <laughs> <laughs> my, that was my oh, favorite man. Rest. That was like a give. It was a stretch where it's just a give it. Like it was Matt's birthday and we're going to Carson's ribs. Yeah. It's our birthday. We're going to and Carson's. One year I I wanted to go to one year I wanted to go to Benny Hanna's. My parents I think were kind of disappointed. They're like, what about Carson's? Yeah, but you love like, Carson's. I'm too old for Carson's. I'm, <laughs> I want to go to Benny Hot. I wanted Carson's when I was nine. I'm ten now, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for Benny Hot. Yeah, yeah. Maggiano's was the other one. Maggiano's. Maggiano's. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, uh, Maggiano's was fucking another fave that was like a i would say magianos was like a like a 13 to to 16 sure sure birthday birthday dinner you know i'm getting a little bit older yeah i wanted more portions yeah i'm a growing boy i need i need them to put two meals on one plate for me (laughs) yeah you need a full plate of pasta and chicken parm was that their whole thing? Was their whole thing was like, you're going to buy something and it's going to last you three days. We're Maggiano's. I, we're Maggiano's. Uh, you hung, you, are you super hungry after Von Mar? <laughs> Maggiano's. <laughs> are you trying to stuff your heavy ass face right after a walk through the mall? Yeah. The the thing about restaurants like Buca de Beppo is mm-hmm. that is Buca de Beppo like a Maggiano's? Is it kind I of never, everywhere? I never been. I just know the I know the there's, name. It's so there's one out in the York Tunnel. But yeah. they I feel I don't know if this is true, but I feel like in like the late nineties, two thousands era, mm-hmm. um, I don't think the average person knew that like a Maggiano's was a chain. Same yeah, with like a Benihana. Uh, and probably even a Carson's Ribs, like all these places that we're talking about. I don't, Take I don't it to think. Go. Uh, and I'm not shitting on any of these. I, I have no doubt that I could go to Maggiano's today and fucking just smash olive oil and bread for hours oh, and, dude, yeah. and love it. Come on, uh, put a bunch of that that Parmesan cheese in there. But like, I don't think people knew. I don't think people knew that they were chains. And 
they had that they they met this weird middle ground between your like it's like in between an Applebee's and like a it's like uh, up upscale steakhouse upscale casual know? yeah yeah it's middle class fancy middle class it, it yeah that is <laughs> that is perfect just like the Instagram account the, it's middle class fancy uh, yeah. Uh, but also, you. I mean, Fat Yeti goes. I didn't know until you just said it. <laughs> but that's the thing. They they were they were so good at it because yeah. they they led you to believe that this was like your local Italian place. Yeah. And like I'm pretty sure when I was 15 going to Maggiano's, like we just thought, hey, Oak Brook Mall's got a Maggiano's and it fucking slaps. Like we're gonna go there on special occasions. Yeah. Um. And it was, you didn't know until I moved away and saw Maggiano, like I just saw Maggiano's out in here in Wisconsin. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I knew before that, that it was a chain, but you know, it's like, oh yeah, there's, those are, there's a bunch of those. Well, they were also like kind of strategically placed too. Like there wasn't just Maggiano's everywhere. At the fancy malls. Yeah. There's just upscale no, malls. I feel like I've always out, seen them at like, like higher end malls. Away from like the actual like city sprawl. You know, um, <laughs> we broke the immersion for Fat Yeti. He's like crushed. It's like no, 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 That's no. Not. It's the best. It's the best Italian food in all of Indiana. Yeah. Well, I guess, I guess I'm going to eat at Applebee's then. At least, at least there I can get some local flair. Got news about Applebee's. But yeah, uh, those middle class fancy restaurants yeah yeah and i mean it that's funny i don't know if i've Uh, ever eaten carson's i just uh, remember the jingle i think carson's kind of died out there's a carson's in milwaukee actually i haven't eaten there but it's the first time in a very long time that i've seen a carson's uh because i feel like chicago definitely had a couple in the suburbs and one in Mm -hmm. the city yeah and but I want that was that was always my question. I I don't I haven't had Carson so so long. But my, yeah, my my question with like like Applebee's was an example is because I remember going to Applebee's plenty when I was like a kid. You know, yeah, it was like a, a spot I would go to with my parents again, like after um, the mall or mm-hmm. or like something. And I remember it tasting in my mind pretty damn good. Sure, and then. When you go in as an adult, I don't want to offend anyone in chat, but it's clearly just like heated up microwaved yeah. food for the so, most part. Uh, I, th- I think two things happened. Has it gotten worse, or or is it just that I got older? I think bo- I I think both those things happened, um, and it makes sense to a degree. Of like, if you look at the shit that they give you. Like it's it's cheap, and the prices don't seem to ever go up. So they they have to be cutting a corner somewhere, because they're not going to cut into profits. Um, that's that's just like, that's a corporate chain thing. Like, in, did they get popular and go through some crazy expansion and then to save money started cutting corners? Like, is that? I think that's that what happened. I think that's trajectory? part of it. And you and you grew up. So if you could like go back in time as an adult, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, if you could go back in time as an adult and eat like Applebee's from the like late nineties, you'd probably be like, okay, this is fine, but I'm, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not into this scene anymore. But I think, <laughs> but I think now, you know, Applebee's of twenty twenty one, post COVID Applebee's, they're cutting corners. <laughs> You're not eating good in the neighborhood. Yeah, they're kind you're, of honest. I mean, you're eating in the neighborhood. It's, <laughs> they need to change that slogan. I even remember when I was like 17 going to Applebee's with friends, like a high school group dinner yeah. sitch, like friend, you know. Yeah. And and even then, that was I, that was the first moment Applebee's changed for me. Like, yeah. That, that was I was like, wait, Applebee's, what what are you doing? Why is this so bad? Yeah. How could you do this to me, Applebee's? Yeah. Uh, and because I remember, <laughs> I remember getting like a pasta dish, mm-hmm. and it straight up like the it was like sc- normal scalding on the outside, and in the inside <laughs> it was still like an ice cube. Oh no! <laughs> you know what chain yeah. for me is that because I never really ate a lot of Applebee's or um or like chilies or anything like that. Buffalo Wild Wings used to. We were in Applebee's. We were. Oh yeah, Buffalo Wild Wings is, is in the same class. Yeah, same class. Yeah, yeah. It's it's um like middle class casual. Yeah, when I was like high school, post high school, we would go there. It was it was the best. And then like I can't remember the last time I was there. It's been years and years at this point. But I remember going and being like, "Wait, this is just like TGI Friday frozen appetizers." Like I could have just bought this at the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, I think it was in Florida too. I could have just bought this at Publix. Um, and yeah, it was like it happens. This isn't yeah, but the prices had stayed relatively similar. So I think that that's and and especially seeing, I'm obviously not involved in the the decision making of corporate things, but you know I've worked in a corporate coffee shop for years and years and years i see the patterns of what they do cheapening things um fat yeti agrees buffalo wild wings in 06 tasted better for sure yes i agree i agree with that yeah i I would think the same thing i think it falls in the same category as Applebee's, where i quite i constantly ask myself like is it has it gotten that much worse or is it just i'm older and it's obviously it's a mix of both it's but, both yeah uh buffalo wild wings i think it is is crap and it's opened and i'm not saying and i don't want this to come off like i think i'm above any of this food but what i am saying is that yeah yeah i'm i mean these, we like, obviously these used to middle eat this class stuff. casual these middle class casual middle class fancy places it's open your eyes to be like wait well i want to just I mean, I either want if I'm gonna go, I'm not gonna go there. I'm gonna either get fast food, mm-hmm. or I'm gonna go to like the higher echelon. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hang out in the middle anymore. I'm, not I'm gonna either waste gonna, my time in the middle I'm, there. I'm either I'm gonna eat poverty middle. food or or a rich man's meal, <laughs> or local, or eat local. You know, eat yeah. something that's like not a chain, but that that can not change can range in a lot of different places yeah you know what i did so i have a speak on this topic i want to ask you and chat have you ever experienced a capital grill no you know i i know what it is is. yeah so i'm gonna i don't think i've ever eaten there though it's a chain right yeti we all do but capital grill is like 
is like not middle class fancy anymore. Like Capital Grill is like fancy. It's uppercase. But it's like in this weird league of its own where it's like I don't know if how many other um it's fine dining, but it's like chain fine dining, which I feel like you don't come across. Yeah, that's interesting. Very often. Huh. But we had anyway, we we had a Capital Grill. We we mm. got it uh a f- like maybe a month or two ago. We yeah. ordered it to go. And I don't know why. We like really wanted like a steak. We wanted some, we wanted to have a good meal. And mm. for some reason we saw it and like we're like, okay, let's get Capital Grill. And it was fucking good, dude. Yeah. It was good. Okay. Like Capital Grill wasn't fucking around. And I went in to pick <laughs> it up and it's a That's... very like it's it's a very almost like artificially fancy like very like high-end luxurious feel to the restaurant where it's like the white tablecloth the really dark wood the ornate bar people are all dressed like the, the people working there look are dressed very nicely um but it feel it has like this fake feel to it because i know it's a chain i'm like i know this isn't like authentic yeah. um but uh it's it's good it was really good. Uh, so okay, I, I wanna I, I, yeah, I don't think I've ever eaten hole. there. Yeah. Um <laughs> I I had I had an idea when we were talking about um when we were talking about reality shows that I think is I think I'm sitting on a gold mine right now. So okay. um I'm in. Yeah. So you were talking about we were talking about reality TV before um before we started recording and you were describing something and it was like uh uh what was <laughs> you said something about like it's like 20 hunky dudes and they hang out and get trashed. Um so when we when we decide to um eat at Maggiano you eat at Machianos. <laughs> um, when we decide, we make twenty drunk dudes eat at Machianos every single meal every day for <laughs> for a year. <laughs> okay, we we <laughs> for a year. So many carbs. I'd watch the shit out of that. That's it. They just get they hang out in the house, get wasted, and but every meal has to be Machianos. Yeah, they have to eat Machianos, <laughs> and they have to drink a bottle of red wine with their meal. Um, (laughs) so when we, you know, this is down the line, but when we finally decide to, to hang up the mics, there's going to be a huge void. So I'm thinking, um, Matt and Andrew society and Maggiano's present, uh, trying to get out of the pot. No, not yet. Not yet. I'm trying to, I'm trying to amass a ton of cash for us before we finally leave. Um, but basically <laughs> we, okay, good. we get like 20 hot dudes, uh, living in a house together and they have to pair off and whoever can be the best podcasting duo. We just give them our, our like logins and stuff. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> give them our logins. Yeah. They get keys to that like, website. Like it's it's still Matt and Antrovers <laughs> Society. Squarespace website that 
that I bet no one at, <laughs> did, people in chat let us know. I can type the link actually. Yeah, it's the sauce say it every seven years ago. Uh, that we created like seven years ago, and we actually it, we only use it to like host the podcast, like, yeah, so we were RSS feed is from, yeah, uh, but we had once had aspirations <laughs> of like pitch it to TLC, we had aspirations of like actually this website being something a little more substantial, but yeah, it's now just like a shitty website that, uh, again, it hosts, but um, okay, so I'm into this idea, so this yeah. is. We might we might be like fifteen years too late on this idea because do you remember when reality shows like they had a reality show for literally like everything? Yes. Yeah. Like ESPN anchor was ESPN did one for like the next ESPN sports anchor. So um, we're not too late. Had... We're entertainment is very cyclical. So we're just we're right on ahead of the curve for when it comes mm -hmm. back. I lost that you. could be true. That could be true. I'm trying to think of those other shows. There were so many. There was them. definitely so many a like, reality show for VH1. The next top, well, like you have like America's Next Top oh, Model. Yeah. yeah. RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm -hmm. um, what else? I guess those are actually still around, aren't they? So uh, Real around. Chance at Love. I Love New York. Flavor of Love. Yeah, but those are people <laughs> competing to yeah. like, gain. The, the, yeah. I'm talking about the ones where people are competing for like a job. Yeah. Uh, oh, like well, they have Trump. You have the the the, the Apprentice. Called? The Apprentice. Yes. Yeah. I guess in some in some ways a job. Yeah. Um. um wait for the boomerang to come back. Exactly. 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 Dude, that I love this idea though. So yeah. we're gonna host this all on Twitch and YouTube. Yeah, and um, Magianos is gonna sponsor it, and it's it's gonna be kind of like the Bachelor, they but also like have to eat yeah, instead of. Instead of a rose ceremony, we bring everyone to Magianos, and we like, like if you advance to the next round, you get a lasagna or their, something. They have to dip their bread in the oil. Yeah. We we have to feed we, them olive oil we, we bread. Walk around, so it's like we have to feed it to them. We have to yeah, feed it's it to like them. Twenty-four dudes because they're all duos. They're hot in jeans yeah, and no t-shirts. And we're walking around with that olive oil like. Pour, yeah, you know, the olive oil big like the pour thing with the little the little drink spout. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. walk around with that, and if we pour it on your plate, like I pour, and you dip the bread and like shove it in their mouth. <laughs> yeah, we we have we feed them. <laughs> they're they're hot. Even that's how they get to stay. They're hot dudes. And I like that they have to be hot. Yes, yeah. hot it's dudes. Only hot dudes. They got to be ripped because they're because every ceremony is going to be. Their their outfit's gonna be jeans, no t-shirt, and and we're just gonna be walking around feeding them olive oil bread, and then jeans, at the, no yeah, and then at the so end, one of the challenges each week there's like different podcast related challenges that yeah. they have to complete. Yeah, like um, they, have to, they have to successfully set up like a stream OBS with like the best yeah backgrounds. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, they they have to speedos for the ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they uh what do they they have to post an idea. episode. They um Yeah. They have uh, to build a Squarespace website. Yeah, they have to build a website with Squarespace, which every YouTuber tells us <laughs> tells you how easy it is, so they better not fuck <laughs> it up. Um yeah. Yeah. What other challenges? America's next great podcast. Yeah. 
America's Next Top Podcast. By Magianos. America's Next Matt and Andrew vs. Society. <laughs> Olive oil wrestling at Magianos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of the chips. So every week, like, so every week you, you pick at the end of the episode, mm-hmm. we choose like three teams who have done the best that week. Yeah. And they they have to do it's kind of like Mario or it's kind of like drunk driving in Mario Kart where you have to like yeah. chug a beer while the race is going. You ha- they have to record a podcast while they eat. a They have to eat like five pounds of pasta between the two. of them. <laughs> So and they have to they can do it in any order they choose, but they have to successfully record an hour long podcast, um, and and eat twelve pounds of or not twelve pounds eat twelve, 12 pounds. pounds eat five pounds of spaghetti, and then there's a there's a panel that we have like a panel of other famous podcasters, kind of like chopped, or like a, a cooking show. Yeah. Uh, and they they vote they listen to the audio and choose yeah. the winner. Who would who would be on that panel? Like, oh, dude, it's such a good idea because all the different well, all the different contestants have different mm-hmm. genres of podcasts that they like want to do. Yeah, you know, and they all end up having to talk about their weeks. <laughs> That's the only the only thing they can. <laughs> oh do. yeah, yeah, we have yeah. to before some. Yeah. yeah. So what's been up? <laughs> but the yeah. They all have different genres. It's like music people, the people who do music mm-hmm. discussions, yeah, movie reviews, um, sports, yeah, true crime. Oh god, true crime podcasts. Yeah, I I like all this idea, stuff. and I think I think it's gonna work really well, and it's gonna be good for our brand, which is no, I, which I, which is chaos. Chaos is I our brand. I'm pretty sure. Idea. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's our brand. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> All right, it's so kind of static it. chaos. Okay. Like... I want. <laughs> I wanted to bring. I wanted to. I don't want. I want to tell the story before I forget it. Okay. I actually. I genuinely want to get the uh, live reaction by by Fat Yeti. Okay. Also. Um. Because I feel like this is a world he might know a little bit about. Okay. Oh, if you're listening to the show, you can uh, hop on twitch.tv slash mavspodstream to uh, watch it, and you could you might get a live question from Matt. <sighs> you never know. All right. It's true. Ask you away. Might, you might be so lucky. Yeah. So, okay, so, uh, so we... You might uh, be so as, lucky. As everyone knows, we've been <laughs> in the market for a contractor. Yes. And, and you haven't found one because... We are closing on busy. the house in eight days mm-hmm. uh but we we talked to an, the, a person who did the engineering report in the house and we got some good kind of tips on steps we need to take right now so he said like well first you need to hire like a designer or an architect to draw designs of what you want to be built because we're, we're considering an addition pending like price we want to figure out how possible it is how much that would cost right so uh we had uh Without getting into too many details of where the addition would go, there's like a spot that it would make sense for it to go. And and uh so we called we we called two different designers slash architect places, people. Uh one we actually didn't get an initial quote because so, some people are a little hesitant to even give you a quote because they haven't seen the house, they have no idea how much it's really gonna cost. But 
Um, yeah. All we want to do is get build on one more room. We want yeah. a simple box that is like a standard bedroom size, thinking like 12 by 12, uh, that can be done used as both an office the and a spare bedroom. In the box. And no, no plumbing, no, nothing crazy fancy, like a, a room with a closet. Mm-hmm. And how much would, let me ask you this before I tell you what we are. How much would you guess that costs? Like projects start to finish, the full kit and caboodle. What do you think that costs? If pending, assuming there's no other major things you need to do before you just like take a roof off of a first story, mm-hmm. put a box on top of it and seal it all up. Uh, First off, you, you are talking to someone who is completely, completely I, I know, I out know. of their depth. But I would say, chat. Give two, me your guess too. Two hundred is in chat too. Twelve by twelve edition. Two hundred thousand. It'll take about five years. That's my estimate. No, for real. I would. I honestly. I don't. I, I don't fucking know. Like, ten grand. Maybe Yeti. Maybe it will be Yeti. Yeti asks, okay, will, will this room grand? be Andy's naked room when he visits? It would be. It Every would room be. will be so my naked room when room. I visit. Every single one. And if my office is there, I'll have the Twitch cameras on. Yeah. And that doesn't bother me. Uh, so we call this other guy and we're mm-hmm. talking through it with him. We're like, he, we're talk like, you know, the first thing they add, they can ask you to like, tell them a little bit about the space, what you, okay. Yet he says 20 K. What did She's I say? Like, tell us a little bit about the space. I don't even remember. Said 10. Okay. So no, no, not a crazy difference. Um, Bobby says 20. Okay. We got homeowners. My guess, <laughs> an initial okay. estimate we got. That's how I get around. Thirty k. <laughs> so what you're all, what y'all are saying makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, the we called the second person, and I'm talking to him for a while, and he's asking about the place. And during the call, I'm just like, "Hey, in your experience, what what is something like this like roughly gonna cost? Like, just give me a ballpark. I know this is not an official quote when I'm asking you." And he's like. His number, after telling him, yeah, there's no plumbing. There's nothing like we, we just we just a, a bedroom. Yeah, he said over a hundred k. Of course. What? And I was like, see, your mom is, was you right. Know, we talked to someone else. So, so what? Yeah. First, I was just like, I told him like, how could you possibly <laughs> like? He was like, well, what did you think it would cost? And I said, I'm like, I was expecting it to be between like twenty and thirty k. And he like kind of scoffed. He's like, "Oh, the materials alone would be more than that." And I'm like, "I do." How come? Yeah. Because I got twenty to thirty k also from the guy who came to look at our basement for like an unrelated issue. He's like a basement specialist. Um, yes. I kind of yelled at this guy. I was like very offended by the number, to be honest. And yeah. I'm obviously not gonna use him because I felt like that was insane. Yeah. Uh, but. Yeah, the dude who had, like, the basement specialist who came and he actually looked at the house and looked to where I, Gerald and I were telling him telling him where we, like, envisioned this addition to go. And, and, uh, and he told me, like, probably 20, 30K. Like, he really didn't think it was, like, anything crazy. You know, he said, kind of assuming structurally, structurally everything's okay, which he think it would be, blah, blah, blah. So we're like, okay, cool. 
I kind of want, I actually got the guy who told me a hundred K I want to call the engineer who did, who by all accounts to me, seemed like a, a good guy gave yeah. me these numbers to call. One of them was this dude. I want to call the engineer back and be like, what the, f like, Hey, I just want to let you know what this dude, um, getting a very different price here. Just quoted yeah. me and I am kind of, like, I'm kind of pissed at him. Like, I don't know. I feel like I was, I, that felt like I talked to my dad too, who would know a little bit, somewhat of some way more than me, at least about this topic. And yeah. he also thought that was like grossly overstated, just like, and exactly. I could buy a fucking, like, I'm like, dude, if I owned land, I don't think it would cost me a hundred K to build a house from scratch, like pouring foundation, building bathrooms and kitchens and rooms. Like that to me is nuts. Um, so it was a weird, like, I, I you know, I, I, entering this world that everyone was kind of telling, saying how like you just, it sucks because I have no idea how much this stuff costs. It, okay. I, I have no experience in this, in this area. So there is a part of you that has to go off trust, but like a number like that. Um, yeah. And I know Bobby, you, you and Jill built a house. So you could probably have somewhat of an idea there, yeah. but that's kind of my point. Like I heard people, when the material price is going up, I know people are saying that, Hey, lumber went to, what is it? Like $8 of for however much wood from up from like $2. And I'm like, well, unless this house, unless the addition is just purely made of fucking yeah. beams um, and there's just thousands of them. Like, I don't know how you could possibly <laughs> get to that price. Like, just thousands of wood beams is it's, building. It's um, the only material they use. Like yeah. they, it's just very like but, ornate. Right. Uh, for the price of the house, in this, uh, first of all, the size again, like a twelve by twelve room. The house itself. I, I don't want. I don't want to like say how much the house costs, but that is, I'll say it. I'm just kidding. The cost of this addition that that guy quoted me is alarmingly close <laughs> is it too close for literally the cost of the whole fucking house yeah and there's just no way it would increase the value in anywhere near that amount uh so it would just be a st if that were the true cost it would be like an easy decision of like no we're not going to do that but <laughs> yeah. i 20k was a lot more digestible when i heard that from early estimates yeah, yeah he's building it out of diamonds <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, Atlanta's up six with 41 seconds left. Wow. So, okay. yeah, it's just scary, dude. These people just tell you it's crazy. Like, these fucking people, man, they just tell you anything. And, and honestly, the dude throughout the whole conversation never at one point seemed like I, – I didn't have any, like, alarm bells going off, you know what I mean, that he seemed, like, not trustworthy or anything. Yeah. Until – until he said that yeah that um, that that changed things for you that's good um, so bobby says we got landscaping quotes for a very simple backyard design one guy wanted 10k one said five times for the same design yeah it's that's so frustrating man it's too bad there isn't some sort of like i don't know some sort of like book you know some guidebook that you can go to or something that these people have to like go off of angie's list. uh to somewhat standardize it yeah because <sighs> contractors are crooks the yeah, whole lot of them 
I mean, dude, I'm sure there's plenty that aren't, but yeah, how do you know? How do you know who you're getting? Yeah. Word of mouth, I guess. I don't know. Like, it's it's weird. <laughs> Matt Cupcake what's up? I love 100K. We're looking at 100K. <laughs> Dude, That's, and he uh, like thought I when I said twenty to thirty, I, he thought that I was like crazy, and it's just like, oh, and on top of that, they wouldn't have been able to start it, start the project until next year. Which that part I had heard, that part I mm-hmm. was, that wasn't a, a shock, but I was like, dude, get the fuck out of here, and just kind of slowly got off, worked my way off the phone with him. Hey, dude, well, this sounds uh, terrible. Uh, I you won't hear from me yeah, again. Okay, well, you made my decision easy. Good luck with everything. I'm definitely not going with you. Yeah. Because even if you're right, I'm not doing it. So, fucking build a shed for my office in the backyard. Yeah. So, I don't know. It was unfortunate. We had, but we uh, we had called. We had contacted a different designer mm-hmm. who she's gonna come and and give us some like rough sketches of and give us ideas and I'll talk to her more about the uh what she thinks it would cost cuz I'm hoping hopefully everyone else I talk to agrees with everyone that I've talked to so far and kind of says like no that's that's absurd. That is absurd. Um <laughs> materials alone. I'm like fuck you and your materials dude like i'm not i don't know much about this shit but i can i know that floor and wood and drywall and roof for a 12 by 12 room i I don't think those materials add up to over 100k i'm no mathematician but that seems seems wrong yeah i know i mean i've heard the the you know, the same things everyone's kind of echoing here, the same things you've heard about, you know, materials like the price of wood shooting up. Um, but that is that's bananas. It's, it's bonkers. It's crazy talk, quite frankly. Right. It's um, just, that, that's not it. Like, why would what, I, the value of the house is no, it's just it just makes no sense. So, you know, I, yeah. Yeah nonsense um yeah so i how about we talk about know. the bucks yeah can we, dude i partied so hard last night for drew holiday my what's hero, that said i partied so dude, hard well, last you had night some bats, didn't you <laughs> i hammered hard yeah <laughs> dude you're i you facetimed me after that game i was i know here's all messed up uh you know what Hmm? Then I FaceTimed you. I was like, oh, I know. Oh, I mean, I feel like we, I was definitely messed up. Uh, I was enjoying myself while oh, good. I was watching that game. Good. Yeah. Dude, great game. I was tying my shoes mm-hmm. super hard uh, and also drinking some brewskis. But, yeah. dude, that game was so good. It was the greatest game. I mean, I'm obviously a lot happier because they won. But mm-hmm. even if they would have lost, it still would have been an amazing game. Yeah. Uh, but holy shit what a game yeah dude fantastic game and yeah i was just i was just hammering i don't don't know why 
So walk us through the bets you made. Walk us through the bets you made and your the reason why you did it. Um, my my favorite um, parlay that I took was uh, Giannis to have four plus assists and Milwaukee to win. Um, because <laughs> I I felt like that was a really low bar, <laughs> and I was like already in on Milwaukee winning. Um, <laughs> I I don't know why lately I like hammering who's going to score the first Love point. <laughs> um, in, when you when you because I know two games in a row you bet that and you picked yeah. Milwaukee to score yeah. the first baskets. Is there any rhyme or reason to you picking Milwaukee other than you already picking them to win to, to win the game? So you're like, might as well just. Um. Honestly, a big thing is if the payout's good. Um, the the first basket thing okay. is is pretty close to an even bet just because it's like in the playoffs. It's it's not like yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so and then I think I did some like live betting too. That was probably poorly because what happened was I was I. I like to to bet on the games anyways, but then I like had a few beers and I was like, I don't, I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm hammering. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and and I see Rob saying that it's an investment, and he's right. I'm out of the stock market, and I'm into the sports market. <laughs> Just oh, laughing at chat. Uh, that um, is awesome. Yeah, that, so yeah, because you talked to me and you, uh, you were just like laughing that you had put a bunch of money. So yeah, uh, we should talk. We could talk also, about what we talked to you on the phone last night, which was yes. the idea of trying to go to a game. Yeah. Uh, if if it, I, I'm worried that it's actually I. From what I saw, it honestly I'm might be really pricey. Games are Wednesday. Mm. Right. Yeah. I think the first game of the series against the uh, either team is going to be Wednesday. Does anyone know that in chat? And the Hawks won. Holy shit! Yep. Dude, the Sixers are losers. So the Hawks, Bucks. Um, Love it. I can stop it. Uh, I, I think if the first game of the series is Wednesday, then they're not going to be playing in Milwaukee when you're here because it would mean that probably the game three would oh wait 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 since they're playing the hawks does that mean they're gonna be the home seed uh they, yes they are the they have the better record holy yeah. shit i the whole time i was assuming they'd be playing the sixers so that means they'll actually oh but it's dude i bet it's gonna be friday <sighs> Ooh. they were at the we already have tickets sell our brewers tickets to the to the brewers game It could be fun if we find a place in the stadium where we can watch the, the game. I would, yeah. I'm I'm actually very excited just to be there. Um, it'll be a fun atmosphere. <laughs> it's just got a ridiculous where photograph in Milwaukee. Um, like 
when oh yeah it's gonna be great when the pelicans were in the playoffs people were really into it and then the next year they were just shit like the pelicans were not (laughs) they didn't build a better team to make a deeper run um and people just kind of forgot about it that's it so there's a couple reasons like the milwaukee i i am uh, a Giannis fan anyways um but then when they traded drew holiday for drew holiday i i love drew holiday former pelican um but with this and we kind of talked about this earlier with la being a big city but the clippers being (laughs) the small market equivalent um with this you know the bucks knocked out the super team the guy who chose to stay with the team and ride it out beat the team that you know you could call them ring chasers um and just it felt so good to see that after like the media this week pelicans media has just been so or sports media surrounding the pelicans has just been so brutal this week of like zion's zion's people in zion's family aren't happy that he's in new orleans they want him in a different team uh you know like why are they firing oh, stan van gundy huh they, they need to fire stan van gundy why'd they fire I, stan van gundy I, I find it funny that people in the yeah the pelicans are most likely are to be relocated and which that part is just untrue like <laughs> the the owner has to be willing and Gail Benson is not going to move the team. Yeah. So um, that was one that was pretty quickly like, hey, you know, all people needed was to just ask some of the people they work with and they would have realized that that's not going to happen anytime soon. Um, and it's just sad. Like, I <laughs> I feel like um, it, it would not be the same, like, rooting for not – my home team like uh, i would be really bummed like just the the thought of it yeah no there's something fun about it definitely yeah definitely small market there's a feeling i mean even here in milwaukee you walk around uh, yesterday game day like yeah anywhere we went hours before the game you're Mm -hmm. just seeing people in bucks gear like there's there's just a a vibe you know there's just a feeling and yeah, cool and I mean that you're not you. I definitely would never have gotten in like New York, or even really Chicago. Aside from the, the only time I had that feeling in Chicago was when the Cubs were in the World Series because that was such a, a monumental, it, yeah, accomplishment. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, we were there. Uh, we were there. But okay, when so they I were just playing looked the... it up. Game one is already scheduled. Oh. In Milwaukee for Wednesday. Dang. Which will mean game. Two will be Friday. Dang. So probably well, at the exact same time as the Brewers game. Yeah. That's which right. is okay. We'll um, we'll have some fun. That'll be a cool vibe. You should wear. You should still pack your. Yeah, I guarantee so many people at the Brewers game would be wearing Bucks gear. So yeah. that'll kind of be fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. Butler said Zion's third cousin game. wants him out of New Orleans. <laughs> oh shit! The game on. Wait, 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 Andy. The game on Friday is at three o'clock. Oh. I thought it was. A, I thought it was a later game. Oh. So we could actually. Uh, we'll be able we'll to go watch to both. 
that'd be insane <laughs> if we went to the Bucks game from there. But uh, <laughs> we would be, we'll definitely be able to watch it at a bar. Fuck so yeah, that'll be cool. Hell yes. Nice, nice. I thought it was a seven o'clock game. Mm-hmm. I also just don't really understand. Like, New Orleans is a really fun place to live. The fact that it's like no one would want to come here. No one. No one. Like this is a it's um Yeah, what is it's a small city, but it's a fucking world class city. To leave. Nothing. He's not going anywhere. Like, what what's Zion's least. incentive to leave? I But like let's say when it comes time for him yeah. to resign. I guess like, yeah, to offer the law from the supermax as early as they can. Yeah. Yeah. He um I don't know. Yeah, you could move to Oklahoma City. Oh, the Thunder. That's scary. It's way scarier than a Pelican. You ever fought a Pelican? Uh, it, it, the incentive um, is wanting... It, is, it, is there anything other, I guess... Other than wanting to win, to win. And wanting to live somewhere different. That would be it, right? Yeah. Because the money could, wouldn't change. Not you, with the Super... Yeah. The Pelicans will be the first team to be able to offer them the most amount of money. Yeah. You can live somewhere else, too. Like, it's an 82-game season. Like, during the year, you're probably... Um, you're probably... Yeah, it's not like you can really do too much. Yeah, you're not exactly living it up. So, too, buy a too. fucking house in L.A. I don't care. But, yeah, I don't know. It, it's just... It's so frustrating. And, like, seeing people on, on Twitter... And, of course, it's just a bunch of fucking armchair morons like me... I don't even want to use the term armchair expert, but uh, they're like, yeah, they need to be relocated to Seattle. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, Supersonics fans, do you know how, like, like how bad they felt when Seattle moved? And you want to do that to another city? Fuck you. Um, also, the Supersonics, I found I'm out. I'm shocked there aren't two more NBA teams, to be honest. Yeah. Well, the other thing, the Pelicans are been an expansion. the Pelicans are not the worst performing team as far as like attendance, and um, the SuperSonics were in no way, shape, or form Who the is? best performing team. Um, I would imagine it was either like the Lakers or Knicks would be number one, but I was there was something of. It was a graphic of like small market teams specifically. Here's so. two thousand this season's here's this season's attendance. Well, this season average. is that's not really good to go off of. The past two years are kind of tough. Uh, let's do twenty nineteen. Yeah, let's do twenty nineteen. Yeah, because like I mean, New Orleans, you were oh. able to go to the game <laughs> earlier than some other cities, but. What are you finding? All right, so 2019. Uh, it's a pretty surprising list, to be honest. I mean, it's not like a huge difference between the top, like. Uh, but anyway, okay. In 2019, guess who was last? Uh, the Atlanta Hawks. Try and guess. Try and guess teams in the in the worst in the worst five. So Atlanta Hawks were the fourth worst. Fourth worst. With the average of fifteen thousand three hundred per game. Um. So there's. Uh, so there's three teams that were worse. Teams that were worse. 
attendance wise. Um, uh, we got a guess yes. in chat from Butler. The Kings are not. The Kings were the twenty-first no. best, so yeah. they're better. That they had better attendance than like ten other teams. Kings fans are ride or die. Yeah, there might Sacramento, not be a lot of them, but they team. show up. That's all. Um, yeah, that's their only team. I would guess maybe Charlotte, Minnesota, Detroit. Charlotte's uh, Minnesota of the teams you just named. Minnesota is in the worst five. Minnesota is the third worst. Okay, uh, fifteen thousand three hundred. Mm-hmm. Now Charlotte is the is like the eighth worst. So I'll give you the, the, the what's funny about your, it's funny thinking about how, where these teams are now, mm-hmm. but the worst team was the Nets in 2019. Wow. It's all the more reason why this year's Nets were just such the enemy because they just bought their fucking team and mm-hmm. bought some, basically bought fans with it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Nets were the worst and the second worst was the Suns. Okay. I'm not surprised by that actually. Yeah. Where did the Pelicans and then the, fall? The fifth worst was the Grizzlies. The Pelicans were the sixth worst. There's okay. five, there was, so there's five teams worse than the Pelicans. Better than the Grizzlies. Then you got the Pistons, the Hornets, the Pacers, the Kings, Clippers. Uh, one and two are actually pretty surprising. The top you two? Can guess who the top three are? Um, guess Boston? Top, top five. The top. Boston is not in the top five. Really? Boston is the Heat uh, eleven. The Heat are five. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I'm surprised the NBA doesn't have two expansion teams. To be honest, I mean, I think it's they would, but mm, shit. Um, well, the, the Knicks the and the Lakers. Where are they so at? Bad. Knicks are nine. Lakers are ten. I'm very surprised by that. Um, yeah. The top four, top three are surprising. Four is not, number four is not really that surprising. Shit. Um, no, where are the Bucks? The Warriors? Bucks in 2019 are 17. That's 17th best attendance. Where are the Warriors at? Uh, no, the Warriors were Warriors. sixth. Okay, so, so on, the, on the bubble. Um, hmm. Yeah. What? Mavericks, Bobcats, Charlotte Bobcats. Dude, the Mavs are two, the Mavs are three. So the Mavericks had the third best yeah. attendance, which that is surprising it's to that, me. The Euro Ball, they love it in Dallas. They love it. Um, I don't know. Uh, All right, so I'm like trying to one. think of teams the I have. The team with the in 2019. Uh huh. The team with the best attendance was the 76ers. So Philly showed up. Okay, Philly showed up. Nice. Number two, the Chicago Bulls. Really? In 2019, the Trash Bulls. Dude, dude, fucking... that's just how big of a basketball city Chicago is. Fucking Jordan, like. like... That's still because of Jordan. Yeah, it is. It a hundred percent is. Like, it's still because of Michael Jordan. The fact that they wouldn't uh, bring him in in an ownership role. Yeah. Like he made that fucking team. He uh, really, he really proved did. to be a pretty terrible owner. I mean, 
But that's true. And then but... number four, so it goes Sixers, Bulls, Mavs. Number four is the Raptors. Which okay. I feel like isn't that surprising. Uh, Heat, Warriors, Trailblazers, Cavs. Cavs are eight. Oh, that was probably LeBron. Was no, he would have been on the Lakers. Twenty nineteen, he was on the Lakers. It was his first year with the Lakers. Lakers, Celtics, Nugs, Spurs, thirteen. Uh, really shocking. Yeah. Honestly, the Bulls are still there. Let's yeah. see if it's any different. Let's see what twenty eighteen was. Just rough, rough estimates. Mm-hmm. So twenty eighteen, uh, Bulls were number one in twenty eighteen. Oh. Holy shit! <laughs> That's Who crazy. The fuck was even on that, that is team. crazy. 2018 Bulls uh, roster. I'm going to look it up. That is nuts. Yeah, Bulls fans are... That's always been the case, even when they were terrible, like before D. Rose. Mm-hmm. And we know that because when I, I went to college, the university I went to is really close to United Center, where the Bulls and the Hawks play in Chicago. I and also so went there, but I wasn't college was. Yeah. My <laughs> freshman year in college was the first year that the Hawks had Kane and Taves. It was mm-hmm. their first season where both of them were playing in they were like fully on the team in the pros. Uh I think it was technically like Taves second year, Kane's first or something. But so it was the last year that the Hawks didn't make the playoffs before they went on that like you know 10 year run or whatever it was of making the playoffs and they they were trash i mean before that the team was trash but it was the first year ever that they were like on the up right yeah still they barely missed the playoffs red was rising playoffs but they were like they hadn't risen but they were yeah there was tons of like hype yeah for the first time in our like like, 18 blackhawks games you could yeah Yeah, that was amazing you could show up day of game unless they were playing detroit you could show up day of game get student tickets for like eight dollars yep. it's amazing eight dollars and i i collected the tickets i went to like yeah. 18 home games that year we went to so many fucking hawks games yeah like we would just it would be like seven o'clock on a on a school night we'd just be like in the dorms like should, should we just go to the game it's like yeah. starting soon and we'd show up like 10 minutes after the game had started uh, but that was the like actually even like three quarters of the way through that season when they actually started to win the ticket prices went way up mm-hmm. and then they never went down from there they just started getting really crazy but that was a long story to say even at that time the bowls were trash yeah it was Derek that I think that was also Derek Rose's rookie season my freshman year of college maybe bulls tickets were always crazy they were always crazy like we could never go to the bulls game because we were too yeah uh, but yeah dude this this roster is <laughs> so yeah this, the blackhawks this... didn't fill up the arena at all robbins it was empty when we would go the 1819 uh, but... bulls roster i mean just okay. uh, a who's who of let who's me try that? and get, let me see if i see if i know any players on okay. this team would they have had would Noah was Noah on the team still? No. Was he gone? Yeah. When did he leave? He went to I'm New York, off. I think. Um... Denzel Valentine. Uh, no. Was like Asif. What's that guy? That tall, like center. 
like European player. He he was right, not. Give me, I don't know. I don't know any fucking Bulls players from 2018. Who, who was on the team? Raleigh Alkins. Ryan Arcidia Kono. This oh, isn't their starting yeah. five. I, yeah. Um, but, you know, you got uh, Justin Holiday, Zach Levine. Um, Bobby oh, Portis. Justin Holiday, Drew's brother. I didn't yeah. know he was a bull. Yeah. Um, oh, Bobby Portis. That was yeah. before he went to the Knicks. Jabari Parker. And then Oof. from there, it's just like uh, Chandler Hutchinson. Yeah. Robin Lopez. Laurie Mackinnon. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, this is not, a this is not a team that's getting to the playoffs, <laughs> but they're packing in the fucking United States. Baller wants us to look at NHL. Um, yeah. NHL top five worst attendance numbers. They will shock you. Wait, is this, is this clickbait? Yeah, that's what I'm looking it <laughs> up. All right. Zeke Butler in, in the chat but I dropping absolute clickbait. <laughs> yeah, it does sound like clickbait. <laughs> the five worst attendance Dude, numbers. Number, number eight will shock you. Hmm? What's that? 28-2019. Guess the number one team. Uh, The Hawks? The Hawks. Yeah, baby. 2018-2019, the Hawks. Red Damn, Rising. United Center is just crushing it. Yeah. Um, all right, we'll all right. go last. Okay, so I'll just give you the top five right now for 2018-2019. Chicago, Montreal, Philly again, Toronto, mm. Detroit. There's kind of a theme. Aside from Detroit, the top three of these top five are cities that we've seen NBA too. So fans that just show up. Yeah. Uh, here's our worst teams. Top five worst. Number one is the New York Islanders with 12,400 on average. And I think they were good then, too, weren't they? 12,000 people. Yeah, weren't they good in 2018, 2019? Yeah. Number two is Florida. Number three is Arizona. Let's go back 10 years to see if the NHL has been doing better. Yeah, dude, Arizona. Oh, went back 10 years. Number one, Chicago. What? 2009. Dude, 2009, 2010. Oh, okay. So right when they got... It would have been when they were... Yeah, they I mean, won, tw- right? 20... 2010. Yeah, they, it's they been 11 year. years since they won. That was yeah. the first one. Yeah, 2010. So I don't know why. Yeah. For some reason, that doesn't feel like 10 years ago. Uh, but that makes sense. Arizona had just under 12,000 in that year for their attendance. Dang. And Islanders were number two. Winnipeg was number three. Colorado, four. That's kind of surprising. Huh. Let's go back to the year Arizona has been trash, Butler. I don't think the Hawks will be at number one in this year. So in 2002-2003, Montreal was number one mm-hmm. in the worst. Chicago was the seventh worst back then. Uh, actually, What year is this? Oh, one? And then Nashville was the worst. This was 2002. Two. So Same college path. for uh, my freshman year of college was 2007, 2008. And the Hawks had the 12th worst attendance in the year that in the league that year. Um, Montreal, Montreal is always looks like they're consistently very high. 
the Knights, Knights just baby. score. Let's see where the Knights rank in they, 2000. Yeah. Knights win. 21. It's going to be a good night. <laughs> um, yeah, this is this is eye-opening stuff. I'm trying to think if there was... I feel like there was... Yep. You heard it here first, people. Yeah. I feel like I had... Canada normally goes balls out for hockey, says Butler. That's my understanding. Um, I feel like right. there was... Dude. I want to check MLB now because I got there's got to be some MLB teams with some pretty terrible. Teams. Absolutely, dude. So I feel like MLB could could range so much. Today was Father's Day. Okay. Shout out dads. Um. Yeah. Shout out dads. Shout out dads. We. I don't know why my manager made the schedule the way she did, but holy shit. Did we? It was just me and one other guy working, and we got fucking crushed. And it is—I swear to God—it's families that just like they don't leave the house, and then they all come out at the same time. Oh, Father's Day crowd! Yeah, yeah dude, yeah. so bad. Um, and the the thing that sucks is we were busy nonstop, like we were getting crushed, like I said. And then you look at the tips, not good. Yeah, not good. But it was just like it. That's it got pretty stressful. Like it, there's just bodies everywhere. There's kids running around, and like at one point it started raining really hard. So why was there only two of you working? My manager scheduled it that way, and I have no clue why. It's usually I'm in at ten to open the place up. Doors open at eleven. Someone comes in, and at noon, our third person's on. We did not have anyone other than me and my coworker Jordan until three o'clock. So he just got crushed. And I swear to you, there was one enormous group that he got stuck with. They must have sampled every beer on draft. We have 16 taps. And the guy, I hear the guy like, I'm, I'm not exaggerating when I say this was like a 10 minute transaction. And that is it's just beer we only serve beer that is an insane amount of time but this guy he's like everyone he's with yeah. kind of like wander off and he's like hey, hey they'll let you taste it they'll let you taste whatever you want i was like dude oh no <laughs> this is not dude, a fucking 31 flavors that, yeah you like if you're between oh, a couple like, oh, I don't know if I want, like, a German lager or if I want to try your Mexican lager. Can I just sample them? Yeah, totally. No, but to, like, to not have any, like, to just to, to be that fucking to just pick a smattering oblivious yeah. in a situation. Absolutely. That's what it is. It's the, the obliviousness to your surroundings. To be that You're not the you only person here. What you're... Yeah. Clueless. Absolutely clueless. And then here's the other thing. We have these doubloons that are good for a free beer that people get through through various things. Like any every time the Saints win, we give everyone in there a free beer. And you can use it whenever. And some people stockpile them. This guy, mm -hmm. he was he had a bunch. I don't know where he got them because I had never seen him before. But he's fucking pi pi the pirate of yeah of, of New Orleans. The, the pirate Orleans. of the port. Yeah, he just had <laughs> He just <laughs> treasure chest. Yeah. 
<laughs> so not only is he taking up our time, and the other thing that's like insane is that these people like they give they they do not tip on these free beers, and it's like you know just th- throw a dollar in the fucking jar once in a while. <laughs> you're saving even if you tip, you're still yeah, that's, getting that's a, also, you're I still getting a six to, to not, eight dollar beer for free. I don't give a fuck if you have a bloom like you yeah. can. You yes. can pay a dollar for the beer by tipping. Yeah, so you got a beer for free, so now I don't get paid? Okay. And I understand yeah. that, you know, people with their arguments about the tip system being broken. It's not about that. It's about fucking decency. Um, yeah. Yeah, so... It, yeah, so like, just fucking being aware. Yeah. A decent person. So they were a pain to deal with, and then they were drinking essentially for free. It was insane. Yeah. Um, so Butler in chat saying, I only do that at a bar. I know the bartender and only when it's slow. Usually if they're slow, she asks me to try them anyways. Yeah, nothing yeah. wrong with getting a free taste. I mean, a lot of times when it is slow, the bartender will, if if they notice that you're in between, they yeah. will ask you. Oh, I have or no they, problem giving ask, people a sample. If yeah. ask the bartender, like, do you like this beer? They might just say, like, hey, like, why not taste it? But yeah, if it's packed. It's just it's just a given. Like if you're there, you should just be fucking, you know, read yeah. between the lines and see that it's not the time for this. Yeah, now is not the time. Yeah, but you know, the whole fucking world revolves around them. Yeah. Um. It's uh. Yeah. It was it was a wild day. Oh, I remember what I wanted to tell you. This guy was fucking like it's the nice thing about having the podcast, too, is when I have like situations where I'm like stressed out or annoyed with with work, I at least know I'm I'm getting pod fodder. <laughs> so yesterday. Yeah. Are you familiar? Well, that's good. I'm glad you at least have that as a. Yeah silver lining yeah and i like my job too it's not like it's not like the coffee shop where i just like (laughs) i'm i'm miserable and unhappy and then people are shitty right um so (laughs) we have crawlers for anyone who's not aware a 32 ounce can that we fill with draft beer what's up jt fill with draft beer and then we have machine to seal it on the spot um so one this guy comes in and he orders seven crawlers and he he ordered all things that we have six packs of um and our six packs are cheaper than a crawler and more beer so uh, yeah you get six 12 ounce beers that you can finish one at a time versus this this crawler as soon as you crack it like you gotta finish it um but so he orders all these things that we have on draft and i tell him i was like hey man just so you know like it's gonna be a lot cheaper for you to get six packs and he goes oh man i just i love draft beer i love draft beer (laughs) okay (laughs) <laughs> and, and, 
<laughs> the thing that that he honestly I think is, is like people seem to fail to realize is it's this like especially a small independent company all of that beer is the same like the lager that we have in our kegs half right. of that batch was put into cans the cans are co2 treated to last longer um and the crawlers are not mm-hmm. like the crawlers are basically like you're on a clock um, and they can be good. Crawlers are, are definitely a, a cool thing. Um, in New Orleans, it's nice too because you can just get a crawler of but beer. But it would be wise to and get walk the, to a to parade. The crawlers. It, you're spending Unless eleven dollars for quickly. Yeah, you're spending eleven dollars for th- a thirty-two ounce beer, um, and a six pack is twelve ounces. What is that? Seventy-two. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a not a numbers guy anyways um yeah that's right yeah he he's like uh, i just I, I love draft beer <laughs> okay <laughs> the stuff in the can is better suited for you but you and i did the uh i did this math uh it, it was 77 dollars for the seven crawlers uh if he got seven six or if he got just four six packs it came out to like 43 bucks and it was more beer um so i do it and the other thing is not like an sat question yeah right and i'm getting lost just talking about it honestly i'm sorry the other thing is (laughs) crawlers are like seven of them that's a lot like because you have to write out the label wash it rinse it pour it seal it um, so it's time consuming and I do all this, ring him up and he goes, it was 77 bucks. He goes, I, I tipped you on the card. I tipped you on the card. I just want to let you know, like, you don't see me dropping anything in there. I did tip you. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, thanks. And I don't think anything of it. Um, but the fact that he brought it to my mm. attention for a, th- a $3 tip, <laughs> he gave me three bucks. On the seventy-seven dollar tab, um, I was like, "What? Why would you draw attention to that? (laughs) Why? Why would you go out like that's one of those things where I I wish I could just track him down and and give him three dollars and be like, you clearly need this more than me. Like, here you go. And it's not, yeah, like it's not like he was buying because there's sometimes people. I've had coworkers who are like pissed when people spend like a hundred dollars on merchandise and don't tip. Like I, you expect someone to tip on, on fucking t-shirts. Like you're, you and I don't see eye to eye on that one. That's all I I have to say about that. But when you're like, well, you, what's your opinion? You say no tip on T. I would never even think to tip on a t-shirt. No. Yeah. Um, I do not. I was going to ask you, how about to-go food? Does your bar do it? Um, yeah, it's really uncommon. This is like I always struggle the, with when I order takeout, the, when I order to-go, mm-hmm. and I'm picking it up. So no delivery driver tip. Yeah. The kitchen it up. is I, on Uber, I do so we don't get a lot a of to-go food. Dollars, but it is not 20%. That's fair. I I mean, 
I feel like throwing a couple bucks there is uh is a good deal. Um, because um, that's the the whole idea for it. And like you know, any restaurant workers, basically most workers are underpaid, especially in the service industry. Whether it is like you you have a regular hourly in the kitchen, um, or you know you make two fifty as a waiter because you're you make your money in tips um but there is that like there's that social contract at least this is this is my opinion of it that you enter like what you're paying for is the time in in the service um so they're yeah i, I don't the time, know yeah so i feel like I, i'm I would still tip them, but I, I don't think like if someone told me they're like, oh, like if I go, I would tip them. But if someone told me, oh, I, I don't I usually don't tip them unless they were like, oh, like uh, what was it? Reservoir Dogs with uh, Steve Buscemi's character who refuses to tip unless they were like that. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't really think oh, anything yeah. of it. You know what I'm saying? If someone's like, oh, I, I, I don't usually tip on takeout food. I'd be like, eh, mm-hmm. fair enough. Like. Like I don't know, those gray areas are are tough to navigate, but yeah, theoretically, like you're paying to be like the tip is for being helped or served in some capacity, and I mean I guess they are like they're mm-hmm. preparing your food, but theoretically they're making an hourly wage. <sighs> Probably not enough, right. but. That's that's a different discussion for a different day. But yeah, um it's just it's it's wow, oh, I love draft beer. I tipped you on the card. I was like, why would you draw attention to a three dollar tip for um for you know that's just a total that's just like ignorance there, yeah. I guess. Like a total disconnect of like what's an appropriate amount. Yeah. Cause that's like that's time that I'm not helping other customers too. Like that, that takes a while. I'm the only person there. It's Friday morning. I'm the only person there or afternoon, I guess. Um, so like I'm, I'm helping you. I, this is something I spent probably like seven to 10 minutes doing. Like <laughs> it don't either don't tip or <laughs> and run away um, or, or tip substantially better. But yeah, the so the thing with the uh, t-shirts mm-hmm. and like hats and stuff is it's all it's all on the same system. So you you need them to sign out, and there's the tip line and everything. Um, so I just always thought it was weird how people um, would get upset when someone spends a hundred dollars on merch. It's like okay but you didn't help them at all. Like they went, they picked out their t-shirt. It's not like you were pouring beers, giving recommendations, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I would never, it would never cross my mind to tip. You, that. you rung them up, but outside of that, like you didn't do like the bartending part of the job. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. if you're, if you're spending $77 yeah, I would, I would on, on beers, or if he had bought, the six packs like I recommended and spent $40 and didn't tip me anything perfectly fine. Cause again, that's just like retail stuff. Like that's, 
that's me just ringing you up for something. This is yeah. I have to stop. I have to label all the cans. Oh, wash them out. I see. But you had to pour. Yes. Yeah. 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 That is a big difference. Mm-hmm. It's also <laughs> why I was trying to steer him away from the crawlers. Is like, dude, less money, more beer. Oh, I just I love draft beer. Like, yeah, but this is like. <laughs> <laughs> to call yeah. crawlers draft beer is like correct in name only, I guess. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So that was funny. Um, yeah. Anything else going on with you? I'm Wrap excited. Yeah, I'm excited. I'll be in uh, Milwaukee in a few days. No, I'm. We can wrap it up and do the bone browse, but and yeah. talk about yeah the deets behind the trip and everything. And Friday is going to be one hell of a day. No, I know. I hope Jalen and Molly know what they're know what they're in for. Molly likes basketball. My favorite thing is she she likes to decide if players are nervous or not. She like we were when we were watching. Jalen um, does that. She'll feel bad for players. When like, they, oh, he's so nervous. Yeah, Zion like, specifically. So she's in here now. She's smirking at me because she knows it's true. It's like oh, like. <laughs> I think we're watching like the Christmas Day games. She likes basketball more than baseball. That's a normal. That's a normal human reaction. (laughs) To watching the two sports, willingness to willingness to like sit have like she won't even be in the room if a baseball game's on, (laughs) but if a basketball game's on. She will. um, Mm. She will. She will. She's engaged. Like be there. Yeah. I wouldn't say that, uh, but she's in she's the present. <laughs> she won't leave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, baseball is like ba- baseball coming on is like offensive to her. Like if I turn on a baseball game, it's like, oh, like she gets like mad. That is so funny. Um, yeah, nah, like I, I love yeah. any time like. Like if Zion had a rough start, basketball's more. I and I get it. Basketball's more like satisfying because there's more happening. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's more. It it's it's less stop and go. Um, but yeah, let's right. let's wrap this up. So you've been listening to Matt and Andrew vs. Society. You can interact with us on Twitter at Mavs Podcast. That's M A V S Podcast. Our website is Sauce dot com. Um, we're as we alluded to earlier, we really just post the podcast there. So I guess maybe <laughs> we don't need to keep plugging our website. Um, but do join us on twitch.tv slash Podstream. That's M-A-V-S-P-O-D-S-T-R-E-A-M. Uh, you can watch along with us, hop and chat. And uh, usually uh, we record the podcast on Sundays, play games together on Thursdays, and then uh, throughout the week, uh pop on and do a little little surprise streams but um we're usually on here together twice a week and we'd love for you to join us uh if you use itunes please rate subscribe and comment if you use overcast you're cool if you use stitcher radio you are lame and we'll be back next week Bye. Right now, right now, if your mama knew how you turned out, you too wild, you too wild, you too wild, you too wild, and I need you.
Wow, really amazing podcast, indeed.